thanks for coming to this gallery chat. I'll just assume that no one here knows anything about my work, so I'll talk a little bit about what I've been doing for the last 15 years, which is um, I've been working with low-resolution imagery, imagery that um, is made up of anywhere from 50 pixels to three or 4,000 pixels compared to a computer screen which has uh, two to three million pixels typically. And I started this work in the, uh, right around the year 2000 when I was uh, kind of asked myself the question, what kinds of uh, information, what can be presented with very small amounts of digital information? And in the beginning, the, what I kind of took as uh, the starting point was I looked at icons on a computer screen and how many pixels were in, a, in an icon on a computer screen uh, and could anything with any sort of meaning or ambiguous meaning be done with that small amount of information, which was about 200 pixels. Um, so the original series was called Ambiguous Icons, which obviously, at least with regard to computer screens, is an oxymoron. That is the whole point of icons, is to not have any meaning in themselves, but just to be pointers to other things. So the question that I asked in the beginning was, what, um, is that because there's not much information there? Is that because the information is digital and it's a bunch of small squares representing an image? Or is it just because of the way they happen to be done for their function? So I started making these works at low resolution to see if I could create works that had um, kind of an emotional impact with almost no information. And so I started, like I say, with 200 pixels and then moved up more and more, and sometimes I go back down. And so maybe about eight or nine years ago, after I'd been working with the two-dimensional low-resolution works for uh, about seven years at that point, I started thinking about um, other things uh, with regard to vision, because obviously what happens in a uh, in front of a work that's low resolution has a lot to do with perception and how we see things. Um, one of the things that I was became really fascinated with as I started exploring uh, low res imagery was how important movement was in having your brain understand what you're looking at. And I figured that out basically after the first couple works that I tried to photograph. and. Um, realizing that if only two or three pictures out of a thousand pictures that I took gave you anything that you could comprehend, it made it very clear that you're seeing what you're seeing because they're moving. And so I started thinking about um, the relationship of uh, kind of perception to what I call uh, slightly pretentiously primal vision. and what I mean by primal vision is if you take away, which low resolution inherently does, all of the details of an image, what's left? And what's left is, as I was saying, movement, and in this case, color. And so your, your brain is almost uh, freed up by standing in front and looking at a work like this, freed up from analyzing the image because you, you can't, tell who the people are, you can't tell really 
um, what kind of clothes they have on. There's all these things about the image that you're normally used to analyzing that aren't there. And so what's left is um, your peripheral vision, which is kind of where this work uh, gets, had its in inspiration from, and, and movement. And so seven or eight years ago, I started thinking of, or frankly, I started getting bored with working with 2D works on the wall. But I really had only ever done 2D uh, in my life. And so I started in my art world, in my art career. So I started thinking about how can I pull things off the wall um, in different ways to create uh, a more, sorry to use the term, immersive experience. Um, and, but at the same time, uh, I continued, as I was exploring different ways of doing that, I continued to work with 2D. So I've done a number of 3D sculptures, like the one that was at SF MoMA for a year, that actually uh, displayed a 2D image. It just used a 3D uh, display device to do that. So this work here is another kind of experiment at exploding the work off of the wall. And it started um, with the notion of what would happen if I took this single row of pixels here, say, and repeated that row um, around the room. So for example, this pixel here would be the last one over there, and this one here would be that one, et cetera. And that's what I installed here originally, and it's what I had in my head for a long time of what would work the best, so that you'd be seeing the same information here as you were in your, in your peripheral vision. Um, after living with that, fortunately we had a very long installation period here, which is, was a luxury. So I was able to live with that for a couple days and decided that it was a very confusing even more confusing than this, work to try to understand what was going on. So I think it was the night before the opening, I stayed up all night and um, instead of taking this row of pixels and wrapping it around the room, I went back and I actually started with an image that was this big. So what you get, instead of this, pix this pixel being, say, the middle pixel, this pixel is actually what would be here, and the next pixel is actually what would be here. So it's a continuation of the image. So as you see, say, a taxi cab or a figure walk off the end of the image, they continue to kind of wrap around the room. And the notion was that, and I'm not sure, it's, it's partially because as Rennie was saying, people tend to typically walk up too close to the work to actually use their peripheral vision on the side um, pixels. But the, probably the best place to see the work is from the middle of Camille's uh, in, interactive work over there, where you're, you can be looking at the image and the rest of the sidewalls are actually in your peripheral vision. So there's a, kind of this continuity between the high, for me anyway, the high-res image and the low-res information, which is really, uh, I, I would call it 
just the rhythm of the image is what you're seeing here. It's kind of a distillation of the image down to, down to a very simple rhythm of the figures walking, walking by or the taxi cab going by. I played a lot with this work as I hadn't seen it fully installed in my studio, so I played a lot with the, um, with the speed of the figures as they, um, as they, it's very important to have this kind of continuity as something leaves the image and goes here so that you're, you can kind of capture that effect, if you will. Um, but, and I'm still living with this work to decide whether I think it's worth pursuing any further, whether I like it or not. Um, and part of that has to do with, um, you know, I've, we have talked about this work, I've talked about this work with people, is whether they get it or not. Whether they get, whether there's a continuity, whether you actually see people leaving the image and walk around and that's actually not the point. It doesn't really matter whether they get it or not. What matters is kind of their, um, it's a little hard to describe without being too wishy-washy, but it's, it's more about a feeling, what's felt in front of the work in terms of movement and rhythm. And that's what I'm not sure of works or not, independently of whether the effect is actually understood or not. One last thing I'll say, if I do do and I, I'm, I think I will do another version of this. One of the things that your eyes do that um, makes this work not function that well is that if you have a figure down here walking and they leave the screen, that's what your eyes are following. Or if you have a taxi cab at the top leave the screen, that's what your eyes are following. But I only have a single row that I'm working with and I had a little adjustment in my computer program so I could choose which row that was and try to capture most of the movement that was going on in and out of the frame. So I think the next version of this will actually look for the movement that's occurring on this edge as it leaves the frame, and then that's the movement that will continue around. So it won't just be the movement that kind of tracks around the room won't be just from a single row. It will be wherever your eyes happen to be following the movement. <laughs>